Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. <laughs> and it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our show about the things we love and trains <laughs> and the things we love to trains. Men that are hot and tall and vaccinations. Yes, the sound that you hear right now is the sound of the 5G goo coursing through my body. Yep. <laughs> Guys, we're both half vaxxed now. We are half vaxxed over at Hate Watch with us. Yep. The sky is clearer. <laughs> and our cell phones all have better signal now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so vaccines I mean, and trains. What else do we got? <laughs> I mean, we have some men. We do have men. We're going to talk about that <laughs> today. <laughs> we have feelings. Our feelings are back. <laughs> you know Infrastructure Month on this show has been an interesting journey in ways that neither Kelsey or I anticipated. Yeah. And you've heard us go through a lot emotionally, mostly in a positive way. But I'm sure for you, the audience, especially if you've been with the show for a while, there have been twists and turns, much like a scenic railway through a mountain pass. (laughs) And that hopefully delighted and surprised you. Yeah. And, uh, shit's about to get a little different in this one, I think. (laughs) This feels like a segue back into normal content. Yeah, that's true. It's the bridge that ties Infrastructure (laughs) Week to our podcast. The rest of our podcast somehow. Yeah. Uh, Before we do that, though, do you have a cork bar? Uh, yeah, I got vaccinated. Okay, great. <laughs> that's Check. all there is, baby. Um, yeah, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Great news. Great news. Kelsey's gonna um, have to watch me do arm exercises this whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome for everything. That, that dead arm is really getting started here. So, yep, doing the windmill. <laughs> I just think it hurt too much to do the windmill. It's like not. <laughs> point so yeah i resent the windmill uh-huh. but um what's my core core oh i've been watching a show again that i really like that no one watches um called breeders mm-hmm. on fx or fxx unclear which and it's they have a second season that's been airing right now and i kind of forgot about it until it popped back up on my dvr that mm-hmm. was like you have a new episode and it's kind of like catastrophe it's a little mean, but pretty funny. And I, if you like Catastrophe, I would probably recommend trying it. So that's what I'm watching. Excellent. That is not at all yeah. trains. Not trains at all. No. Forgot. I mean, that's, that's fine. Yours isn't either. We're bridging back. We're bridging, we're bridging back. back. We're, we're coming. <laughs> we're coming out of train madness. I don't have enough trains to cover two episodes. Yeah. So no, I, it wasn't a judgment. It was just like, wow, I think we've done the trains. I think we've done the trains. It was so a anyway. recognition of, of this milestone <laughs> in which we've maybe burned all the train content we have, except for one more. 
for one more. One more grand train adventure. So, we're going to set the scene for you here. <laughs> um, at the intersection of our brand, as we've discussed, we found... I love this game. Trains. We found Dick Strawbridge. We found Scotland. We found Mamma Mia. We've found weird internet games that we've all played. There's just been a lot, like, cross-sections of our personality have come up here. And the thing that we hadn't found yet was Sam Hewen. <laughs> but Lost ourselves in search of Sam. Fear not, friends. <laughs> because the universe works in mysterious mm -hmm. ways and sometimes those ways are giving us the thrill of Sam Hewen sure. on a train yeah. for two hours. Not just on a train, but no. defending the train. Defending the train. Saving the train. Yeah. Protecting <laughs> the train. It was like maybe too stimulating for me, to be honest. <laughs> we'll get to it i don't want to burn it well, but... <laughs> i didn't even mean to do that <laughs> anyway there's more podcast watching a lot of Sam Ewan's back catalog mm -hmm. and it's a real hit or miss situation I would say mm -hmm. I'm gonna get another one star review for that yep. but um so like we both went into this begrudgingly very begrudging <laughs> and like it, not at all prepared. Like, we didn't have the spirit of Ted Lasso channeling through us to be curious. We were like, no, this is not going to be for us, and it's fine. And, like, I'm here to say it's not for us, but it was not that bad. It, it's not for us, and it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> the, like, my curiosity about trains shone through. <laughs> so Kelsey was watching it, like, 45 minutes ahead of me. So there... <laughs> There were these, like, really critical points that she just, <laughs> she highlighted so masterfully. But there's a moment where she was, like, <laughs> made some joke about the infrastructure of it all. And I'm thinking, like, okay, so we're going to, like, be in the train tunnel. And then, boy, howdy, is there more infrastructure? <laughs> so there's the whole the whole film. They want you to think that the whole film is about like government corruption and the military yeah. industrial complex, but actually the whole film is about infrastructure. 
the whole film <laughs> is about infrastructure. <laughs> Apparently infrastructure makes you do war crimes. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, so the premise of this movie is based on a book, which is always fun to me because that means that it has been thoughtfully considered not once but twice. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not to say that it's good or bad but it's just a fun little that's thing that's just the amount of time that various bureaucracies have spent green lighting yeah. the material yeah and i can't tell for sure that if it's if it's part of a series or not i think but so I think it might be. i'm pretty sure it is hold on and it's like a cross between like a tradition no it's a cross between, like, a Bond movie mm-hmm. and, uh, like, just general action movie, almost. Like, instead of spies, it's counterterrorism. There was a lot of operatives. it that reminded me of um, the Jason Bourne movies. I don't know if you're mm, familiar with yeah. that franchise, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there were um, there were a lot of beats in there that I feel like was yeah. were pulled directly from yeah. the Bourne movies. And not... Not in a good way, I would say. Mm. We'll get mm-hmm. to that, I think, but... <laughs> yeah. So, the premise is that there's this family of, um... Terrorists. <laughs> Military contractors. <laughs> Military contractors who carry out, like, the dirty jobs for the military, so they're doing, like... The war of crimes, basically. It's like as the said. the Blackwater type folks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so and what? There's another. It doesn't matter. They're the shadowy, like dark money people who get to do the stuff that can't be traced by the Geneva Convention. Right. So we see them like massacring a town, and that's sort of like our introduction to them. And we are told via mysterious voiceover that never returns that um they're all like psychopaths basically Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and that's a whole thing that they try to weave in and and this is the the thing in particular that reminded me the most of the Bourne movies that I think they're Mm -hmm. like trying to do because there's this whole thing where Jason Bourne is supposed to be this like CIA super soldier yeah and think it's supposed to be implied that there's like a subclass of military people who would have gone through some kind of like training and that's why their pupils dilate all the time i don't know if that i don't i didn't get that exact read but i got a similar read i think they were trying to do an art and they (laughs) they really failed on the art so it wasn't clear to me if it was like the military made them sociopaths or if like they were sociopaths so the military recruited them yeah 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 i think that's more what it is okay there's a lot about this film that isn't clear just so you know it's like less captain america more more cutthroat somehow anyway Um, they, so we have those people and we learn that they're being operated by the government, basically. And then we have our friend, Sam, Mr. Hot and Tall in Perpetuity, who is like particularly hot and tall. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> in this film. Yes. My favorite thing about just... this film is in all of his various like military operations throughout the course of the film, yeah. they just straight up refuse to ever put him in protective gear. Yeah. So like the uh like his second or third scene, he's in a big military operation. Yeah. And he's just like plain clothes firing off yep. automatic rifles and like whatever. And then, listen, like I'm not mad that this movie takes a hard stance for him wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans and chambray. Yeah. Just like rolling yeah. around a train tunnel in chambray mm-hmm. for an hour. Mm-hmm. This movie does like my favorite little <laughs> trick, which is like having their protagonist embrace layers so that every like third of the movie, a layer gets removed. So then you have a different outfit, but it's the same day. It's yes. like a real clever, real clever trick we've got going on there. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we meet him and we find out he's rich and he's, he's a counterterrorism like special operative and he has to kill the bad people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And also, he has a girlfriend who he wants to propose to. But he's really he insecure like a... about it because he's a sociopath. Yeah, and he has a... Is Albert the butler in Batman? Mm-hmm. He has one of them. Yep. So his first scene, he rolls up to a castle on a scooter. Yeah, it's really great. And that that was, for <laughs> us, like, the first hint that, yeah. that we were going places. I was like, I feel at home... In this moment, yes, <laughs> I want to luxuriate here on this estate. Yes, with Sam and his motorcycle. Yes, so he rolls up and he his little butler greets him and they have banter about whether or not this rich kid is coming home to his mansion and he's like, "No, I just need the thing in Nana's box." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's all very casual and chill. So he goes to get this ring. So he can propose to his girlfriend, and he spends the whole time asking his butler, like, how you would know if you were in love, because he's, like, yeah. clearly very concerned about the notion of love. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's action sequences. We can just skip over that stuff anyway. Yeah, like, he basically shoot, 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 shoot. Yep. Explode, explode, explode. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And now we're back to plot. It's all, like, very nice to look at from that one particular angle, but... It's fine. You guys missed me rolling my eyes a few times. It's fine. I just I just want... You know the cut I want of this yeah, movie, anyway. We, we need the Sam cut of yeah. this film, just like we've invented the Sam cut of right. The Spy Who Dumped Me. Which is also a wonderful film throughout, so, like, let's not... Yeah. Let's not hate on Spy Who Dumped no. Me, but... No, not to bring them into this mess, sometimes but... Sometimes you need, like, a <clears throat> special cut. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, basically, he and the girlfriend decide that they're going to Paris, and they're going to take the train, and they're going right now. And so then we get the, like, long sequence of them boarding the train, and that's when I really knew yes. we were going to... It was going to be great. Yeah. So... Lots of really high angles of the train station. Yeah. Yeah, like, thrilling. Absolutely guys. beautiful. <laughs> so, the the one baddie who's... There's two baddies who are left, and they're siblings. And one's a psychopath, and one is not. And they basically board... One, the girl, boards the train with them. And she's in disguise, and trying to... We know she's trying to do this, like, operation 
whilst in the channel tunnel. And so then that happens. (laughs) So they, this becomes like two hours of doing the tunnel operation. So (laughs) it's difficult to recap, but we get a series of events that involve Sam, like, escaping the bad people, hiding from the bad people, crawling under and over the train, (laughs) um, unscrewing the bathroom, the toilet, from the train so he can talk to people in the train through the toilet, (laughs) which was a vibe. And then, I don't know, where do we go from here? So, yeah, I mean, that's it. So, like, the the baddies figure out that there is a player in the battle battle space, as they say, yes. <laughs> on the train. So they, where's the player? Where's the player? They spend the whole film looking for the player. Um, and so it's basically just, like, a series of mini quests, right? Where, like, yep. so the whole thing yep. with the toilet is he's trying to get his girlfriend off the train because the only thing he cares about is his girlfriend. Yeah. And there's this, like, moment of foreshadowing where she's very disturbed by his, like, military life. And yeah. she's like, so if something happens on this train, you're just going to shoot me, too? Yeah. Um. So then he spends the rest of the movie trying to be like, I'm going to rescue my girlfriend. Yeah. Um. So he tries to rescue her. He ends up having to rescue a small child because she's a doctor and refuses to leave the hostages behind. Yeah. He, as you said, goes over and under the train a bunch of times. There's um, there's the rest of the counter-terror unit who, like, swarms yeah. in, and they're, like, trying to do crisis response. And yeah. we find out that one of them is the mole who's been informing the lead terrorist. Yeah. Um, and there's this other guy who's, like, somehow, like, the intermediary between the government and the baddies... Yeah. And he figures out the guy is the mole, and so there's drama there. Yeah. And all of it um, crescendos in the middle of the film with the new revelation that along with the tunnel under the channel, there is a gas pipeline (laughs) that, like, supplies Britain with all of its gas. Yep. And they, they reiterate frequently throughout the film that not many people know this that this no. pipeline exists. And y'all, I have not taken the time to Google it, but it's like, not many people knew that before. They sure do now. Huh? 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 <laughs> so, so we learned that, like, this was never an escape mission. The plan was always to hold the train hostage and hold the pipeline ransom yeah. and goof them up on the British government and reveal yeah. that they, the British government has been paying for war crimes for the sake of yeah. gas. Yeah. And, like, I just want to emphasize how much infrastructure we're getting here. Like, we're in the tunnel. Yes. On the train. Yes. We get, again, like, unscrewing different parts of the yes. train. We're talking about train mechanics. Then, you know, there's a lot of, like, there's a little tunnel mm-hmm. that goes in between, like a service, service tunnel. tunnel. And we get to see little vans go up and down the service tunnel. There's a lot of doors that have different, like, locking mechanisms, mm-hmm. and then we're drilling into the ceiling mm-hmm. to get to the pipeline, and then we've got a gas pipeline. Like, And then there's, like, bombs around the pipeline, yep. so we got to go all yep. through the tunnel. And then, yep. I, don't, I don't know if we're ready for spoilers, but at some point, 
the gas pipeline itself will become <laughs> transportation. <laughs> so we can get there now because the only other thing you need to know is that the girlfriend gets taken hostage by, <clears throat> like specifically yes, hostage yes. by by the bad because she's trying to bait Sam yeah. Heron. Yeah, and so then uh, <laughs> they get into the pipeline and they give they get <laughs> they get on gas masks and get on toboggans. Yes. It's like an alpine slide, yes. but in the gas But of, like, ga- natural gas, just pressurized gas line. Yeah, and so they go tobogganing, and then Sam kills some other guy, so then he can toboggan behind them, and they spit out into what appears to be, like, a dying vineyard. Yes. <laughs> and, like... Things ensue, and that's when we get into like weird sexual energy. Area. This, like, when we come out of the gas pipeline, I, there's almost part of me that's like, do I have like carbon monoxide poisoning? <laughs> yes. Because we've traveled through the pipeline and entered into a new realm, and I don't understand yeah. what's happening to me. Like, is this brain damage? Unclear. Like, Sam Yuen cannot be more unwell at this moment, and then decides <laughs> to go kill this psychopath who planned to toboggan through a gas pipeline. <laughs> I have so many questions. Like, so the there were multiple things about the gas pipeline and the tobogganing, and I don't want to get like bogged down in it, but like I also can't can't not spend some time on it. No, you have um, to. So they open <laughs> they open up. Yeah, Kelsey had sent me a text and it was like, did I just pour more wine for the last 30 minutes of this film? And I'm expecting like you know, a lot of explosions and stuff. I'm not expecting. And then like, they get to the part where the baddies have the girlfriend and they open the door of the gas pipeline. Yep. Yep. And that's how you get inside of the gas pipeline. Yeah. And now again, I want to emphasize, I know jack shit about gas pipelines. Mm -hmm. The only thing I know about them is that they're pressurized and when they become depressurized, it's bad. Yeah. And... So they open the door of the gas pipeline and gas just goes all everywhere. Yeah. And that seems fine. And then they put on their like gas masks and climb inside. And now you're supposed yeah. to assume that the pressure inside of the pipeline is enough to jettison them. Rocket them. Yeah. <laughs> across like all of the UK. But they like have enough time to like get inside and like really settle in and like have a whole conversation. <laughs> <Under she> <laughs> Literally. She, like, has a heart-to-heart with her brother, who she's leaving behind, because the brother's gonna drop the player. Yep. And and then, yeah. There's so much lingo. lingo but yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, ha- I have some feelings about this in our closing scene. But, uh, yeah, so then, <laughs> yeah. then the brother closes the pipeline, and they just, like, take off. And yeah. then Sam Hewen kills the guy by shoving his face into the pipeline. And then he climbs yeah. inside the pipeline. And again, this door is just getting open and shut, open and shut. And yep. the pipeline yep. seems fine. Yep. I don't know. Meanwhile, the, like... Infrastructure or Kirsty. <laughs> meanwhile, the, like, military operations guys are outside the Channel Tunnel and just, like, shooting stuff. And somehow none of the gas is exploding yet. Yeah. Unclear. Yet. Um, so, so, yeah. So they rocket out into the field and um, the the female baddie like stabs the girlfriend in the thigh and takes off running into the woods and Sam Hewen yep. like 
literally rolls like a mando rolls out of the- <laughs> Like, the, the terrace lady has the girlfriend and they're like running across the field and in the background you just see Sam Hewitt like <laughs> slumped out. He like slumps out like shoulder first and then his like legs go over his head and he just kind of like rolls across the corner. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> um then he stands up and he like limps across the field after them and the terrorist lady like throws the girlfriend on the ground and stabs her in the thigh and then takes off running and Sam Hewen like yep. runs over and does a little tourniquet on her. No, he doesn't. She does that on herself and then he hands her like a piece of cloth and says, this'll help and runs off. <laughs> and, and then she, as he's like trying to like staunch the bleeding i guess with his dirty chambray shirt yeah she like grabs him by the head and is like drop her which is like military (laughs) speak for kill the kill them i guess and and he's like are you sure and she's like yes i understand now and then they make out (laughs) (laughs) and then the the worst part of it to me is they make out and then the camera flips to look just at Sam, like, real close up, and yep. he pulls away from the kiss, and he smiles at her, and has, like, this, like, three-stage reaction where you're supposed to see in his brain that he's, like, processing that his girlfriend understands him as a person now, and that she's on yep. his side and understands his job, and yep. that he thinks it's really hot. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just, like, takes off limping into the woods. <laughs> The terrorist, but then he catches up to her, and it, and honestly, it gets weirder. It gets weird. It gets it gets so weird. It felt like this. This felt like a director's cut, and this part of the film felt like it all should have been deleted scene. Okay, so remember when y'all watched Star Wars, <laughs> and there was like that moment when. Luke and Leia had a thing before yes. we decided they yes. were yes. twins. That's what this yes. is. <laughs> Big time. Big time. And the energy is weird and alarming. So he catches up to the baddie and they like fight and tumble around and then somehow arrive at a jeep. I think it was her getaway vehicle. Okay, but there's like no but one else there. That. Like no. there's no driver. She's going to drive it herself. What do you think? She could go through a gas pipeline by herself. She could sure shit drive herself away. But I just more questions than answers, I think. So they like pile into the Jeep in the backseat together. And then she starts monologuing. Well, actually, right before they get in the Jeep, they're on the ground fighting. And there's this moment where they like go face to face and Mm -hmm. are like, standing up from having been like on their stomachs and it's again that like Folgers brother sister makeout energy yeah 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 where it's like like their faces are getting closer together and it's like oh my god what what are what are we doing what is happening Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. is happening Mm -hmm. um and then they they don't make out they fight and throw each other into the jeep yeah and that's when she starts monologuing about how they're similar and again weird sexual energy weird sexual energy guys she says something like let me like 
the message is like, let me help you fulfill your potential. Yeah. But she says it in an even weirder way than that. Yep. And then he slits her yep. throat. Yep. Yep. They have a whole conversation about how they wouldn't feel anything if they killed each other. Yes. They'd be like, yeah, this is fine. And he's like, yeah, you're right. This is fine. <laughs> and then just like leaves his hand there, like in the stream of blood, like for emphasis. Yeah. Which it was like, it's so weird. What are we, who it's is so this weird. for? What are we doing? <laughs> Um, and then it still gets weirder because now yep. we've jumped forward in time. He and his girlfriend are in a flat in Paris recovering. Yeah. Yep. And he finally proposes to her, which was like the whole point. Also, re him analysis. He's wearing sweatpants and we only get a side angle. I know. It's not fair. <laughs> I know. Very upsetting. Anyway. <laughs> you would think that they would want to have something in there for all demographics. I know, I agree. <laughs> As not the target demographic for this film, I feel shortchanged. I agree. So, although I did like the drone shot of him standing on the balcony looking yes. out pensively. That was not that. For we me. haven't said yet that he has very good hair in this film. Such good hair cuz it's his normal I know. Hair. He has very good hair. He has very good hair. Don't let him wear wigs or dye it. No more wigs. None. Team no wig. Um, so he proposes spontaneously to the girlfriend and the girlfriend's like, I can't marry you because I'm never going to make you happy. <laughs> and at the, at yep. this is where I'd like to pause, because at this point I was like, OK, this could only go two ways. And somehow this is still the wrong way. Yeah. And yep. then he's like very taken aback and he sheds a single tear. And she's like oh my god, are you crying? And he's like, oh my god, I think I am. And then she agrees to marry him? (laughs) Because he's displayed one single emotion? One single tear. And I was like, okay, so now we're back to the other (laughs) of the two options, and it's still even more wrong than it would have been originally. But then they they do a post-credit sequence. (laughs) Which, like, what is this, 2003? I mean, every Marvel has a post-credit sequence. So they ruined it for I didn't know we were still doing that. Um, Yeah. And anyway, it's like a a very long drone sequence leading up to their wedding. And, um... Which is on his, like, Greek estate, and I don't know why we weren't there the whole time, because I'd rather be there. Apparently. Um, so they, so it's their wedding and the vows are like punny jokes about war and, um, that's pretty buck wild. Yeah. And then he gets a call in the middle of the wedding ceremony that they found this other operative they have to like go kill. And so he has to like leave the wedding and she just like grabs his face again sexually and says, "Drop him." <laughs> it's so it's so it's just like so weird. The energy is so that scene. I was like, "This is porn for like a certain kind of like man, <sighs> like borderline incel stuff." Yeah. I just like yeah. don't it's not 
it's a characterization of a human being I do not understand because I'm not clear who likes it. Yeah. Someone does. I'm like very confused about whether or not they're trying to set this up for a sequel. I felt like it big time. But no one wants that. Mm -mm. I I feel like there's nothing left. Because they're going to go get the guy who was the the mole. That's what I'm imagining. But it's, it's like, how much more world building can we do? Like... If we don't get another train, I'm not interested, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Only trains. <laughs> I'll take a gasoline toboggan, but, like, give me a train. I'm, I'm never, I've tried Googling for, like, can you travel inside of a gas pipeline? And You're gonna get flagged for that. I got, crazy. like, a bunch of results that were, like, how natural gas moves through pipelines. <laughs> and it's, like, I, I understand that gas can do it. I want to know... If I can do it. I need to know if I can travel in a gas pipeline like yeah. Ruby Rose did for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so I will say, like, in all, this movie was entertaining enough. It was very stressful. It, it was very stressful. It wasn't that bad. It definitely, like, engrossed me more than yes, I thought. Yes, very engrossing. Would. And it was, like, on par with, like, your average action movie. Yeah. I've seen worse movies, let's put it that way. So, I already, like, said this to you in one form or another, but I kept watching it and thinking, like, people make fun of Hallmark movies for Mm -hmm. being trite and Mm -hmm. simplistic Mm -hmm. and formulaic and the characters aren't well built out and the dialogue is stupid and Mm -hmm. et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. And this movie and other action movies like it are literally just action hallmark. Yes, You know, like the protagonist is like trying to find love and like betters himself through finding true love. And it's all very like two dimensional Mm -hmm. and there's Mm -hmm. like one plot line and it resolves happily. Yep. And that's that. Like it's always Christmas, and it's always the Christmas. Guy always wins, and there's like, always bombs the on trains. Yeah, it's the same. It's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Sam Human was good at both. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, okay, let's talk about this for a minute because. We've seen a spectrum of, of Sam Hewen. Yes. I think his skill has developed. Yes, I agree with like, that. Like, he was able to carry this movie mm-hmm. single-handedly, pretty much, mm-hmm. like, or to some degree. And he did a good job. I think he's gotten better at, like, casual banter. Yes. I'm interested... I mean, I'll never stop demanding the rom-com that I deserve, but, like, <laughs> I think he's ready for... More banter, more comedy, like, more fun. That was the thing I wasn't expecting in this movie, is that they do weave in some, like, pretty, like, ham-fisted, like, comedic moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I had an impression of it that it was, like, much more dark and serious. Yeah. There is, like, a little bit of tonal balancing going on. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. The thing that's funny to me about this movie is it's so clearly just checking off boxes on the James Bond qualifications list. <laughs> so, I had a thought last night, uh-huh. but, like, there's a lot of people who are gonna go into James Bond auditions yeah. 
but Sam's going to be the one who shows up with the binder. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, and it, it's so funny if you watch the last like three or four years of his career, like he is so methodically working towards this, like spy yep. was his entry into the genre and yep. he got to showcase that he can be kind of funny and campy while also just like being super hot in action sequences and super suave. Yep. And then this movie is, like, trying to do more of, like, the serious stuff. Like, I can really do action. And yeah. then he's been up to a couple other things in, recently on Instagram where I've been like, we get it. You want to be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's said it enough times. He sure has. He's been doing um, this interview circuit recently for the beginning of Outlander where... Um, he's talking a lot about how Outlander is such a grind and he's like really looking for new opportunities. <laughs> Which is like so wild. So it's a really interesting position to be taking. And yeah. the thing that's funny about it is that he keeps talking about how he's sort of enjoyed his action roles, but like he's really looking forward to getting back to the stage and doing Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which like... I mean, JetBlue's going to start flying to the UK direct, uh -huh. so, like, it's not out of the question for us, Kirsty. That's all I'm going to say about that. Oh my god, I would die. I would absolutely die. We would maybe be banned. I think that's, like, the only up. thing anyone could ever do to make me interact with a Shakespeare. Well, also, he's like, I want to be in Romeo and Juliet, and, like, buddy, you're a little old. Yeah, just a little. Just a little old. Just a little. Yes. Um, so the whole time I was watching this, I just kept thinking, like, he understands what he needs to do to get that yeah. good, good bond energy. Yeah, he knows. He knows. He also, like, continued to prove to some degree that he can have chemistry with anybody. He can have chemistry with literally anything. Like, he was the only person in this film that had any charisma. Yeah. And, like, I'll tell you the energy Although between him and that train. kind of did, too. Yeah. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. But yeah, no, the energy was... <laughs> that was just for us. <laughs> that was just special for us. <laughs> it's going to sound like we have a train fetish at the end of all of <laughs> no. it's, like... it's It's even more nuanced than that, I would say. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think she was good, the terrorist chick um ruby rose and i think yeah. she has a big fan base where i think a lot of people would sort of give similar feedback like she people like her for her like energy yeah. and whatever um i think they just like gave her a really shitty part <laughs> it's like yeah it was so so heavy-handed in every yeah. way humanly possible mm -hmm. as i said to kelsey the beauty of the sam edit when we eventually get there is that it will contain no dialogue <laughs> None, none. <laughs> Which I think is good for this film. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I hope we don't get any one-star reviews because we actually approve. Of we do approve of this film. I'll never watch it again. No. But I do approve of it. The, yeah. What I'll say in summary of this film is that Sam Hewen's eyebrows sure do <laughs> move around his face throughout the duration. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. He does and, some and brow acting. Say, like, I tried to watch Bloodshot, which is that other movie that he was in. Oh, that was yeah. An action I've movie. never tried watch. That was the other one I was thinking of in the James Bond portfolio. Oh, 
So that one, like, he pitched as being, like, a big role. And from what I could tell, I watched, like, 30 minutes and he was in it for approximately three minutes. So Uh I was not interested in that. And this movie delivered where that one did not. See, I thought he was a much more minor character in this one based on press tour. But I mean, this is truly like a Sam Hewen flick. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sorry for him that it doesn't get a, a larger release. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this absolutely felt like a COVID movie. Mm. It wasn't, though. It wasn't? No, no, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I absolutely could have sworn it happened in the bubble. No, they made this in, like... Eastern Europe in 2019, I want to say. Why wasn't it released until March of 2021, then? Because of um, production issues, I would say. Wow. Oh, you're right. Filming began yep. in 2019, and or 18, and continued in 2019. Mm. Damn. Well, it hella felt like a COVID movie. I was convinced that that was why we had so much bad CGI and also why mm-hmm. the French subtitles all had errors in them. <laughs> like we haven't, even, we haven't even gotten there yet. But like, apparently no. in the movie industry, it's not necessary, necessary to proofread your subtitles. Right. That play on screen. Um, I'm sorry. I'm scrolling on his Instagram and I almost forgot that we are getting a rom-com. I forgot about text for dick. Text for dick. <laughs> this whole time. De- text for dick. They did wrap filming on that, so. They did. I'm, like, on the edge of my seat for that I shit. I know. Let me tell you. You know, I think I got kind of, like, inoculated against it um, by the Google alerts. <laughs> because the Google it's alerts like... are constantly, like, text for you, and then it's not actually anything about text for you. No, like, literally, it was about someone around Buckingham Palace with an axe <laughs> That was my favorite somehow... one. Can I read that one out loud? Because that was, like, <laughs> yes. that was some good shit. I loved that. Um, so this is a Google News alert that came through our channel that said, the headline was, London police charge man seen with axe near Buckingham Palace. And then the blurb <laughs> says, in their text for you cameo, they are fighting. The actor was seen wearing a black jacket and matching trousers for the cameo. And it's like, so was Sam the man at Buckingham Palace with the axe? <laughs> <laughs> like, I so- Is everyone okay? It was unrelated in terms of... They- completely like- unrelated, but that's how Google gets you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> so, anyway, we're here to say that trains are great and Sam Hewen's still great, and we're back on our bullshit. <laughs> and here we are. Here we are. We're gonna do something that is not trains next week, which I'm a little sad about. Me too. Maybe we'll still watch a, a train cab view video just for old time's sake. <laughs> I think it's safe to say that the cab view are, are not going anywhere anytime soon. Those are like a semi-permanent no. fixture in yeah. my life henceforth. Yeah. But it's been really nice weaving in some new content and some new themes mm-hmm. to the infrastructure of our show and our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, if you would like to tell us about train content that we should start banking for next year's infrastructure Ooh. month, you can tweet those to us at Hate Watch with us, or you can send us links to those videos and shows in an email 
to hatewatchwithus at gmail.com. You can fill out the contact button on our website, hatewatchwithus.com, or you can tell us all about how much you either liked or hated Infrastructure Week in a five-star review only. Only. You're only allowed to provide feedback if it's five stars. If you leave us a one-star review, you've already left all the feedback we need. (laughs) Yeah, no notes. No, no. Um, if you have tired of the train, you can find some content that is not train related. Though I think they do. Um, there are some shows over at the Thought Bubble Audio Network that do um, dabble in more action stuff. Yeah, so I would say if you yes. want to leave the trains but take the action, you can head over mm-hmm. to the other shows at the Thought Bubble Audio Network. You can find them at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, thoughtbubbleaudio.com, thoughtbubbleaudio.gmail.com, and you can search them on Patreon to support the infrastructure that keeps all of our shows afloat. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for Infrastructure Week, guys. Yay, I'm so Mom. glad we did it. This is like one of the most fun months we've ever had on the show, I think. Yes, this is going to get us through to real friendship weekend. Yeah, which is coming because we're both almost vaccinated. Yay. Vaccines are infrastructure. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>